All right. So uh, a quick uh, a quick introduction of my guests. Like every one of you that has been following me on Facebook, you already know my humble self, uh, William Sukudi, a, a member of uh, John Maxwell team. Over the years, we've been working on uh, trying to get people uh, uh, to develop their part of leadership. And today, we are discussing empathy-driven leadership. And we have on our, on our broadcast today, somebody I respect so much, somebody I've known for, for some time now, and somebody who I've seen so full of resilience, you know, has moved from one point to another, doing all she can. And today, she's been a blessing, a tremendous blessing to our generation, young people all over the world. Uh, and she's uh, somebody that we love to listen to. And we have her already on, on, in, in the studio, Onyemobi. Uh, she's the Associate Program Director of Ford Foundation. So let's welcome her as we take on this journey. Welcome, 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 and welcome, welcome. Thank Welcome. you. Uh, I hope uh, I hope you are going to enjoy our time with you. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, so quickly, we have to just dive into this. Uh, we the, the the purpose for this uh, broadcast is that uh, in our culture, in our own setting, we have found out that most of our leaders are not empathy driven. You know, we have seen we have seen lots and lots of people who are full of self and leadership, and less and less of servant leaders. You know, we have seen a lot of people who are full of themselves, leading organizations, leading uh, companies, churches, whatever thing you can call it. Uh, they've done so pretty well, pretty well in some things, but then when it comes to issues of leadership, they've not been able to to carry people along and do things the way it's supposed to be done. And today we want to give out some key, uh, I believe that we want to share some, some key things uh, about the importance of a, a, a empathy leadership, empathy-driven leadership that can help people who are aspiring to be leaders, whether in, whether in the political space or whether in uh, the religious space or the family on how to start developing this type of leadership, okay? So I'm going to, uh begin by asking you in your own uh, your own experience what do you think empathic leadership is all about okay thank you williams and thank you for having me so yes um i think i want to start by saying that you are right that people in our climb do not quite understand the reason for leadership and i guess that's why we are talking about you know leading by empathy so actually it comes from that word empathy which means you know trying to understand the ability to understand and share the feelings of another so it's ability to put yourself in another person's shoe in order to be able to appreciate where that person is so as a leader if you are just leading if you're just pushing people around or you're pushing your your ideas on people without even want you know wanting to understand where they are it makes you a boss and not a leader so i think what we want to establish today is the difference between a boss and a leader so empathic leadership actually allows you to care for people to love people to to understand them appreciate them without necessarily agreeing with them in most cases but i mean um, is one of those um what do you call it? It's one of those 
attributes that a good leader should have. Well, thank you. I, I there's something I like that you said, which uh, it's wrong a bell in me, right? Uh, about uh, people pushing their ideas on people, you know, like somebody forcing something through somebody's throat and making the person believe you must take this. I think that is what we see commonly in this part of the world, where uh, leaders' perspective is not uh, is not uh, questioned. You is not a kind of a you don't challenge it, not challenge per se, but you just have to just move on because the kind of because of the kind of leader you have. And for me, that point is very, very clear. Now, maybe I also believe that let's uh, maybe you can use some stories of, of what we have seen in the past, maybe in our lives or the lives of people who know to actually make people understand what this empathic driven leadership is all about. Do you have any story that you think that relates to this? Okay, yeah, I can share. I can share from my past life, um, okay. you know, organizations that I've worked before. It may not necessarily be my personal experience, but I mean, having worked under different leaders, so I can tell the difference. So I have a case mm. where um, I've had somebody who was actually leading by empathy, and the leadership style was such that everybody in the team felt like one. There was no difference between the leader and the rest of the team. Not, not that, that there is no respect. It's just that that hierarchical structure that people um, try to, to emphasize just so that they're able to boss other people around did not seemingly um, appear like it was there. So it was there, but it was silent. So it wasn't the basis of the, of the, of the relationship. And in that kind of setting, everybody worked um you know with their best interest everybody worked with their full capacity people were creative people were happy to come to work in a work environment where you spend most of your time you don't actually begin to feel like you're at work and so mm. we achieved yeah. so much as a team we were able to do so much there were times that we could play together if you have any need you can tell that you can walk up to to the leader and talk to him about whatever um you are experiencing and know that he will appreciate it it will not change the decision he wants to make but at least it will come from a mm -hmm. point of view somebody who understands and who um cares so apparently wow. after a while the 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 leader left and another one who led without empathy came so and this one was um unfortunately people think that women are better with empathy but in my experience this man was actually better than the woman in terms of the subject that we are talking about so when the woman came she was completely disconnected from everybody she was only um, interested in having the work done you know and that began to make people feel like okay so we are just here to do your will it's not even you know she really didn't bother about how people felt all she knew was that this is the goal we have to achieve and we have to achieve it. So there was this particular time when she was supposed to lay somebody off. And, you know, the usual way that you would do, understanding that in our context, um, um, financially speaking, things are tough for a lot of people. So if you want mm. to lay somebody off, it would require you to have a conversation, you know, put it in a way that the person already understands what is coming and even you know proffer some other um options or opportunities that are out there that the person can you know um connect with after leaving you but no this woman just called the person and told her there and then 
without even you know i think she's dealing with an inanimate human being and unfortunately this lady that she laid off without um any prior notice she had a miscarriage you know just because of the of the shock of the shock that came mm. with the news so it reminds me of when in the bank people will just be laid off you come to work you want to log on to your machine and then you just realize that you've been laid off so those are things that leaders used to do that shows that they are completely disconnected with um with their staff and that doesn't make for a very good work environment wow 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 thank you Nye. thank you so much i love the story I love the story, and uh, one of the key key words I'm taking out from there is that word disconnect. Of course, uh, anybody who is empathic has to understand the word connection. You know, uh, there's something John Maxwell said. He said, "Few that that many people, many people communicate, but few connect. Many talk, but only few connect." And that is so powerful. I'm so, so glad for that, that story. Of course, everyone listening to us outside there, you have to just uh, kind of pick something from that story. It's an amazing one. Let us all start thinking about that. We are going to look at the importance of, uh, of uh, empathic leadership. And you can see one here now, somebody who just lost her job because of the way she received the news had a miscarriage because the leader did not understand some of the procedures it can take somebody through to get the person off from uh, a job, maybe because of what the company is going to or whatever. But then there's a procedure uh, you can take people through to understand that. And I think uh, for me, I would also suggest that if you're a leader, you are listening to us, you have to also understand that if you are going to be very and a very, a very effective leader, you just have to do this training on emotional intelligence. It's going to help you a lot. You know, it's yeah. going to help us to become a better leader and a strong one, of course, to become the kind of leader we are discussing today. So, from this story on there, do you think? Uh, what do you think? What can you drive from it as the importance of uh, of empathic leadership? We will still come to that importance, but what from this story? What do you think you can put from it as just one importance of uh, of empathic leadership from what you just talked about now? Okay, yeah, from that experience, um, because the leader did not have empathy. She lost the trust of many people who were working wow. under her. So mm -hmm. people do not believe in her anymore. And you know that people don't care who you are until they know how much you care about them. Even yeah. if you have all the expertise and you have all the experience. And you know, but once the people you are leading cannot trust you, you have lost it all. You have lost it yeah. all. So yeah, it makes for trust in a work environment. Wow, thank you. Thank you. That, uh, thank you. And and and. Trust is a very key factor for any leader. Trust. The people on that you have to trust you. They have to trust you. They have to trust you. All right. Okay. Thank you very much for that story. Thank you. Thank you and thank you. So I'm going to ask you one more question and we'll have to see how that goes. And please, if you are listening to us, please pay very close attention to what we have shared so far and what we're about and what we want to still share with you. It's very important because Nigeria today is having a lot of uh, disorder in leadership because of uh, this this uh, type style of leaders. We have leaders who are not involved with the people who are disconnected from the people. We have leaders where the public does not trust people anymore. They don't trust them anymore. I'm telling you, that is where we are today. And we are discussing this to see how, how much change we can bring in people where they start connecting with the people they are leading, whether in political space, whether in church space. And of course, I was sharing with somebody, I said that you can find out that 
what is happening outside there now is gradually creeping, creeping, creeping into into uh, the religious space. From leaders now in, in the religious space are also now looking like politicians, you know, where they are completely disconnected, disconnected from the people they are leading and the rest of them. So we want to see how people can make these changes and help them become better leaders, all right? So uh, what do you think is the cause of lack of uh, empathy leadership? What do you think of investors? What do you think is the reason? Is I, I think, uh, for me, I think one is insecurity, but then, sorry, uh, uh, insecurity, but then let's, let me hear from you. What do you think is the cause of this uh, uh, lack of leadership? Lack of well, I think because people come from various backgrounds, you know, okay. certain people, due to their upbringing, they really were not, you know, they didn't grow up in an environment where people care about each other and where love particularly um, was emphasized. So they have this sense of apathy. They are mm. not bothered about what is happening to the next person. Mm. And they can also become very self-centered. And so when they grow to the ranks where they become leaders, you find out that it becomes very hard for them to connect and relate with other people. If I yeah. link it to what has been happening in the political context where, you know, citizens are crying, but the people who are leading are completely, you know, feels a bit disconnected with, with, with yeah. the experiences of the people. And so that's why we had the recent event that we've had in the country, because people no longer believe that the people leading us um, actually care. So I think for some people, the way they grew up, other people, it could be selfishness in general. But empathy is actually something that any leader should want to learn. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I picked, uh, I picked, uh, you talked about selfishness. You talked about our party, and that is very awesome. And of course, I added something on the uh, uh, insecurity. And you also talked about people, uh, people's background. And so, so I, I strongly believe that uh, these things we listed here, that are that are maybe some of the causes not exhausted now, can be handled. I, I hope so. They can. There are two people can change to become better leaders. You think so, right? Yes, I agree. Although there are certain personality types that are narcissist in nature. So those kinds of people, mm -hmm. it says, is a kind of disorder. They are not able to, even when they want to. But I mean, empathy is something mm -hmm. that anybody would learn. For such people with personality disorder, it will require them to pay more attention to it. And it will require a lot of time. But they are, I mean, everything is possible with God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah is possible with God. No. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I think, I think uh, if you are, if you have problem with, uh, if you are having issues on a uh, personality disorder, you can also seek for help and get some therapy. You can, you can get better. You can get better. There's something John Maxwell always say. He said that change is possible. And then he made another statement. He said anybody can change. I like yeah. that one. He said change is possible. Anybody can change. And he now made the statement that change is profitable, you know. So, so I I want to strongly believe that uh, if you are having these challenges like apathy, like uh, insecurity, there are things you have to start confronting in your leadership development, so that you don't end up becoming a dictator in your family, dictator in your workplace, and all that. 
end up not being trusted by people. Okay, so let, let's go back again to that importance of, of uh, empathy. We have mentioned one, and that one, the first one we mentioned is uh, trust. People having the, that trust in a leader. And today, I can tell you, I can, I can tell you in our country today, sorry to use that, but then in our country today, I can tell you that the vast majority of people find it very difficult to trust any of our political leaders. Sure. Find it very difficult. So, so what, what, what are the other important things we have uh, when, when people start to, to become empathic in their leadership style? What, do, what other things do you think we are, we are going to see? Okay, I think a leader who leads with empathy will actually enjoy the support of the people that he's leading. He would also enjoy a lot of legitimacy because people would then back up, back up your mm. decision. They would even go, if you ask them to jump, they will ask you how far do you want them to jump. Unlike where you have to be struggling to even convince people to do what they ordinarily should do. So in essence, it improves productivity mm. at work. It also makes for greater collaboration. So you find that people work together, team is bonded, um, a lot more is achieved. People's creative ability will just open up just because the atmosphere is friendly. Unlike when you are working in mm. a toxic environment, people are watching their backs, they don't know what the leader will do um, the next minute. So um, it actually pays more to lead by empathy. And one more thing is that it endears people to you. So I think that those leaders who just want to impose themselves, you know, self-imposed leaders, they also do not understand that um, leadership goes beyond that workspace or whichever environment that you are leading people. It is more than that. Life is more than just that present moment. And if you're able to connect with people because of the way you care, about their feelings. It will take you far beyond even that, um, the moment in time when you have met them. Um, Chukudi, if I share this, because I mean, we are talking today and we are sharing this experience because at some point, you know, we're able to connect at that empathy um, related connection. And that's why the relationship we had, even though it's gone beyond where we met, but we are here today. So assuming that when mm. I met you, mm. you were a leader who was only interested in your own welfare, I don't think that if I see you mm. today, I would be to associate with you. So those are one of the yes. Wow, wow, thank you. There's, there's a point you made, and I want to maybe kind of frame a, a picture now. Somebody who is empathic in, leadership, in his leadership style uh, you know, every one of us, we are vulnerable and we are prone to mistakes. I think, do you think the person will be forgiven easily because of his type of leadership than over somebody who is very, 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 is a tyranny, is a dictator and all that? Well, how do you compare this? Do you think people can easily relate to them when they have make a mistake and all that? So you know that when you're able to, when you have empathy, it means that you can pause to listen. It means that people you can actually yes not necessarily that you agree with the, the other person's position it's just that you want to move mm -hmm. away from mm -hmm. where you stand to put yourself in the other person's shoe to see if you can even appreciate mm -hmm. where they are coming from so it gives you a mm -hmm. two-way relationship with people and so even when you air people are able to understand that this person who can, you know, come down to my level and appreciate me as a human being. Mm -hmm. Even when mm -hmm. I make mistakes, 
he's able to tell me, okay, you are wrong in this area, but why don't you try this or that way next time? It makes, it shows the human being in this individual. And it makes you also believe that this person can also be prone to mistakes. So it's easy to forgive when this person fails, you know, when he becomes human like every other person. But this one track leader, who does not think that there is any other way to life except his, his way or the highway, you know? If he fails, people will laugh at him. I've seen bosses that their, their subordinates are waiting for their failure. In fact, they are digging holes and hoping that Oga will fall inside them and we will bury him nicely. And, you know, unfortunately, this type of leader, you know, thrives in self-glory. So he doesn't even pause to look around, to sense the feelings in the environment to know if the people are with him or they have left him. So it's important that every leader, just because we are human and we are prone to, and we would love to be understood even when we are making mm -hmm. mistakes. It's important yes, that yeah. when you're high up there, use that same measure which you would love to be used for you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that clarity. I, I want to share a story that may relate to some people here. You know, when, when we were growing up, my, my elder sister, one of the days she was coming back from school, and uh, these guys, they picked her pockets and uh, took some of her phone. Uh, uh, and then she got back home. She was crying. Uh, of course, she met my dad. And my dad was so, <laughs> so angry with her. How can you just allow these people to pick your pocket? You know, how can you at, at your you were just talking and talking? I mean, everybody was like, ah, every people can pick they, they can pick any anybody's pocket. A week later, my father's pocket was picked. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he got back home and he didn't tell anybody anything, he didn't say a word. So it was my mom that she he, he gradually he just gently whispered to her to her that uh, that is who took out his money from his, his pocket. And my mom was, what? A whole you, they took the money. Uh, and then when we came to him, we didn't sympathize with him. We didn't say sorry. We just attacked him like, how can they do that to you? How can they do that to you? Uh -uh, a whole father, you are a big, how can they pick your pocket? So it, it tells me something that, you know, like you just said, that when you are human, when you show people that uh, authentic life, show people that you are authentic you are human and anything happens to you at any time people will understand you because at the long run you have been able to understand them carry them along you'll be able to be to, to, to pay, pay attention to what they are going through and all that i love that so much i'm so 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 glad that we are sharing this and i hope everyone listening to us there you can you can get this thing and get it and start moving with it moving, please we want people to start to change their style of leadership to what it should be. We are people are tired of this uh, authoritative, authoritative thing. People are tired of this, uh, this command, you know, you know, you're just telling people, uh, do, do as I say, don't look at me, get this thing done. I don't care how you get it done, just get it done and just do it exactly. You know, there's something I want to say also, in, in empathetic leadership, you allow people to do some things from their own creativity. Like you said earlier, Creativity is in a kind of a, in a, is on a high gear. So, so, but in the other side of leadership, people are like, do it like I said it. Do it like I told you to do it. I don't care what you are thinking. Don't think, just get it done. You know, the way I just said you should do it. And it makes the person not to explore his own personal creativity and all that. And, and it's very powerful. 
And then we are now looking at the leader himself. You know, we are, we've talked about the people who are following the leader, what this impact would, what the impact to be to have on them. So we are looking at leaders them, themselves. Now we've looked at the first one that a leader who is empathic in nature or who has who has trained himself in that in that way we easily be forgiven whenever he people sees that okay this guy has also uh aid you know so the other one i want i want to discuss other things we think that there, there are benefits to the leader not just to the people now the person who is leading who is leading now what do you think this kind of leadership will benefit him okay Thank you for that very important question. So I think that first and foremost, leadership is an opportunity for learning. Yeah? You're a leader yeah. not because you yeah. know better than everybody else. It actually places you yes. in a place where you are to serve. And it places you one person above a, a, a number of people, meaning that you can learn from this diverse pool of people that you're working with. And add that, that becomes a value add to whoever you were before you, you know, grew up to that leadership position. So for the leader, leading with empathy makes you a better person. That we cannot overemphasize mm -hmm. that. It makes you better. Yeah. It actually also builds your confidence because the more people love you, the more people warm up to you, the more people believe in you, the more people trust you, the more confidence you have in your in your in yourself as an individual. It also makes you a better communicator. It makes you a good listener. And, you know, it's not, you know, we, we think that we listen most of the times, but we only listen yeah. to profile solution. We just want the person yes. to finish so that we can, you know, we can out of our wealth of experience begin to dish out the solution. But sometimes it's not necessarily about the solution you'd have. It may just well be to pay attention, listen to this person, make them believe that they have an ear that, you know, that is there to, to, to hear them out. So for the, for the leader himself, leading by empathy makes you a better person. It makes you somebody who can give valuable feedback to the people um, working with you. So sometimes it's also not always about work, work, work. It's about solving problems in a different way. So if you're able to lead by empathy and you're able to connect with people that you work with, you can see that sometimes you may not necessarily have to provide the solutions and answers the person themselves just by interacting with you is able to come up with valuable answers by themselves so it makes you um more on the advantage side it makes you more valuable it makes you a good communicator it makes you a good listener and it makes you more confident in yourself wow yeah wow. thank you thank you thank you Thank you, <laughs> man. This is this is awesome. I am enjoying every bit of this uh, this uh, broadcast, every bit of it. And of course, like you said, leadership is all about learning. We are learning every single day. And I'm telling you, I'm learning. I'm still learning today. You know, some of you, you know, sometimes you think you have. There's something you said. Yeah, I've heard somebody mention that before. He said, uh, sometimes as a leader, you should allow people to come and talk to you, and you don't say a word and let them go. You know, because, uh, like you said, people because of much learning, they always have something to say. And uh, there's something I posted on my WhatsApp status today. I said that sometimes the story you shared, when you when you if you don't listen attentively, you will know that that same story is not what is ringing in the heart of other people. 
Exactly. It's a different story that is ringing in their heart. And you are thinking that what, what story, the story you have is exactly the same story. And then if you don't listen attentively, you can start sharing, you can start talking about that story. Meanwhile, the other person is hearing a different format of your story. And, and the reason why I like paying attention and listening is because is because when people come to you, they come with different types of filters. So when communication or conversation is sparked, even you that is talking or that is taking the position of a leader, there are certain filters that you have, and then the person you are talking to also have his own, his own filters. And and it's, it takes listening, like you, like you said, listening, listening not just to talk, not just to profile solution, listening to actually understand what the person is saying. Uh, we were in a meeting one day, and, and this man was talking about communication, and he told us that in his family, one of the ways he makes sure he's, he has done the proper communication is that when he tells the wife to do something, uh, he will ask, he says it's not just the wife, anybody that he knows, when he tells you to do something, he will ask you, what did I say? You know, and then you will repeat back what he said, in a way that you will repeat back, repeat back what you understood of what he said. So that not when he comes back and he's asking you and you're like, I thought you said, you know, I thought you said, I thought you said, you know. So uh, uh, this story in the Bible where, where Jesus people different talents, different talents, and he told them, occupy till I come. I, I, I came to understand that maybe the guy with one talent doesn't understand the word occupy till I come. So he went, he went to occupy the coin. Of course, he would have done him justice to also, also ask the leader, oh, what, what do you actually mean occupy to like or, or what do you mean by that? Or what should I be doing with your coin? So, so on the part of the, the followers or the team leaders, once you have a leader who, who listens, like Jesus Christ was like that, somebody who listens, somebody who pays attention, you should take advantage of asking questions. You should take advantage of getting to know exactly what your leader is communicating, you should take advantage of opening up conversations and communications and bringing in feedback that can help you have a better understanding of what is being communicated. Now, let's begin to round this off. I think the last point I want us to raise here is uh, 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 the idea of about truth telling and truth hearing. And let me let me say something from my understanding of that. You know, I found out that a lot of people tells you that, oh, tell me the truth, tell me the truth. But I found out that people are not are not yet to that level where they have capacity to hear the truth. You know, yeah. I, I, there are a lot of leaders that, that when you tell them the truth is a big problem. All right. Then, so, so they don't have that capacity to tell the truth, to, to, hear, to hear the truth. So people don't have the capacity to tell the truth. There's a we don't have capacity to hear the truth. So I believe uh, uh, that this is a very big point that I wanted to just shed some light on it. Let's let's hear what you have to say about that. Okay, um, I quite agree with you that um, not a lot of people are ready to hear what the truth is. And like they say in my ad, my um, where I come from, that truth is actually bitter because. You know, sometimes it's about the other side of you that you don't know about. And so nobody is happy to yes, hear that yes. they have weaknesses. As human beings, we always like to hear the positive side. But if we also agree that we are human, and being human means that we, we don't know it all and we don't have all the answers yet. 
and we are work in progress. It means that um, truth-telling is an important part, integral part of growth that we need to um, invite. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, but for leaders, for leaders sometimes, um, certain type of leader may not necessarily appreciate the truth the way it is. But if you would grow, like I have a boss that I would um, always um, talk about him because he tries to sense what is happening with the people that he leads. And for every time that you have a check-in with him, he would ask you to please tell me one or two things about me that you feel if I work on, I would be a better leader or I would better manage you well in this work that we are doing. So it just also makes you appreciate that you are valued as a follower and that the, the leader cares about your, your inputs and it's not, it's not a top-down relationship only. So truth-telling is very important, but I would advise that it, depending on the level where your leader is at the moment, you may want to be careful how you tell um, the truth. Um, I mean, the truth in terms of critical points that the leader needs to know, but truth-telling is important and it is something that every leader needs to grow capacity to, to absorb. That's what I would say. Wow, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> truth telling and truth hearing, very important. The day I learned about this, it changed my life. It changed my life, you know. I have to start uh, looking at developing that skill where you give people opportunity to come to you and tell you things the way they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I watched uh, Steve Jobs. I watched one of his biography. Uh, when he wanted to create uh, one of the, I think it was an, an iPod or something, he gathered the team. And the first statement he made was that before this meeting starts, I want everyone to be very brutal in telling me exactly what they think. And don't, don't, don't worry about how I feel. Don't worry about what you think I'll say to you. If every leader, a manager, whatever you find yourself can get to that point where you allow people to communicate whatever thing you think that they can. It's not like, like you say, it's not like whatever thing they say is right. But then you get to hear what they are thinking, what the stories that are ringing in their heart. It will also help you to understand that, uh, you know, that, uh, to make some informed decisions, to know how to uh, to to, uh, to rank your team members and don't just put everybody in one place because you are hearing them according to their capacity. So I believe this this will help anybody who who desires to develop this uh, leadership style to, to, to start developing the skill of empathic leadership and, and in our country here, we are talking to politicians, we are talking to everybody. This is a time for us to start connecting to people, start building trust, you know, that people can begin to trust our politicians again, begin to trust our leaders, begin to trust our men, our fathers and the family, you know, begin to trust people in marketplaces, begin to trust people everywhere. And then we, have, we are going to have a better place and better society. Thank you, Oyinye. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I don't know if you have if you have any final word on this. Any final word on this? We have just about three minutes to go. Any final word? Yes. My last word is that leading with empathy makes you less judgmental, and it makes you sound very emotionally intelligent, which is the the, the most crucial skill that recruiters are looking for um, in this moment in time. So thank you for having me, Chukude. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. I, I put in a link on the comment section. If you want to get more of this, 
there and listen to my podcast on authenticity and the pressure to perform, how to become an authentic leader. It will help you so much to become a better person in what you are doing. And of course, we are going to see how to put up this also on our podcast uh, broadcast. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you, Nine. Thank you, everyone who joined. And we know that from now henceforth, we are going to start seeing better and better leaders that lead with strong emotional intelligence. We will appreciate you. And please see you next Thursday, 7 p.m. We are going to still bring you another wonderful package. Thank you. I still remain William Sukudi. And this is William Sukudi Leadership Show. Thank you very much. Thank you, Oni. I love you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to end it here. I will thank you for joining us. Thank you.